Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 36. On this episode, we eat at the most exclusive ramen shop in the Bay Area. We got the juicy bits, including the latest app for finding your next ex, a donut-themed sauce on you with sushi of Good Company Radio, and more. Episode 36, Ain't Nothing Like Them Summer Nights. Ain't nothing like them summer nights. Yeah, yeah. Be hungry. Be hungry. Howdy. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> this is Dine Peace. This is Chavid. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 36. 36. So what are your shout outs? You know what? I'm going to give my shout out this week to Des because she's shown a lot of love to the show. Um, she brought me a lot of ice cream on my birthday that I'm still eating. Oh, yes. Delicious. And um, she's killing it in Singapore right now. And I got really jealous of the chicken and rice she was eating because... Dude, that's, looked, that's it, the spot to eat it. Yeah. Michelin star. I don't know if she went to Michelin star one, but... They're all you know, good. That's the dish of the country. So shout out to Des for giving me FOMO and for giving love to the show. Yes, yes, yeah. So if you follow Des, you can see like all the food that she's eating and she's tagging Sit Down Be Hungry or... You probably already are following Sit Down Me Hungry, so you'll see all of that. And she put out she puts out really cool mixes. Um, listen to some of her mixes she's put out and see her really cool dance moves. Yes. So our second shout out is going to go to Emmy. Hi, Emmy. What's up? So Emmy texted me uh, this last week, um, <laughs> and she was like, I just want to know, were you guys drunk during Saucin' on You? I was like, yeah. Yes, Emmy, it was my birthday, and yeah. I wanted to record on my birthday <laughs> <laughs> like a fool. Yeah. Flan didn't want me to, but I had to talk to the people. On my day of birth. And the people spoke. <laughs> yeah. So yes, Emmy, we were drunk during that time. And then she responded with a gif. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, I knew it. <laughs> also, Emmy, let us know what you were getting rid of then. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Emmy for a big support of our show. And uh, and then uh, she shares our show with the dogs that she walks. <laughs> she gets to, uh, The dogs get to hear it. Hey, dogs. I'd like to pet you if I Hi, got dogs. to meet you. I also would like to shout out my Bumble date, who is now my friend. <laughs> Daniel Cho. <laughs> uh, we became friends instead of, you know, partners, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he made me dinner last week. And, you know, I was kind of like, yes, because <laughs> no one ever makes me dinner. It's very rare. I don't know when's the last time anyone's ever. But was the steak d- rare? The steak was not rare. It was cooked perfectly oh. via sous vide. I'm oh, uh, sorry. I was getting ahead of that. At first, it was like, hey, do you want to go to dinner? I was like, yeah, sure. Where do you want to go? She's like, how about I make dinner? And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, yes, instantly. He sous vide a couple New York steaks. And uh, I was pretty full from eating earlier. I came over and he's like, whoa, these steaks were a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, I was like, yeah, let's cook one and see uh, how it goes. And, you know, we had a little bit of herbal enhancement. And then after the first steak, I was like... Like rosemary? Yeah. yeah. Herbs, oh, some, we, I love rosemary. Herbs with our steak. Um, I was like... You could have been basting. I don't know. Let's cook that second steak, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we ate both. It was like two pounds of meat. Ooh. I was so full. I was very uncomfortable afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> there was no funny business. Let me tell you. <laughs> Just business. So that's our shout outs for the week. Last couple of weeks, uh, Chaver and I did hang out like we normally do. And so we got to share a couple of experiences. Yeah. So I'll start off with the first one. <laughs> Deho is a Korean restaurant that just recently opened in Japantown. Shout out to Cyclone Jenny. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Cyclone Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew and Dave. Yes. Yes. Um, you need to go to this place with a group, I feel like. Yeah. You, no, you have to. You have so to. So we created a group chat. It's called Deho's. <laughs> and Because uh, we're still 12 and that's how 12 year old humor yeah, works. Yeah, absolutely. Forever. So... I'm not 100% sure if it's a sister restaurant or it's the same chefs that opened the secondary restaurant. So Sunang Deng in K-Town, LA is um, one of my favorite places to eat at. Um, it's 24-7. You know, sometimes you just want some salong tang at like 4 a.m. Like, fuck it, whatever. And so uh, Deho is... Uh, is in the soft opening phases right now. Um, they don't have everything on the menu available. So what, right now, there's just the kalbi gym. And I feel like the menu is already simple enough to begin with. Like, I, sure. I appreciate the lack of clutter. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like total, there was maybe like 20 items max, um, including but, the apps and all the variations. Well, all the apps are not available right yeah. now. So I'm so, saying even not having that simplified and like, even more. And even so, that menu is still a lot less than the, the K-Town one. But they're known for their bone soups and then this giant pot of kalbi and and the showstopper is really they put a, a shit ton of cheese on top oh, and they yeah. come out with a blowtorch you know it's an added cost but how are you gonna not do it 
Well, if it were up to Cyclone Jenny, we wouldn't have. So we actually asked them to just put it on half of the meat, and then we only torched half of the meat. No, my favorite part about that instance, though, uh, we might have to say, share the the archive story as a highlight on the on, as a post. But they were torching it. We we're all Instagramming it, of course, because we're all millennials. And then he stopped, and then Dine Peace was like, "But wait, I need it more crispy. Can you torch it some more?" Yeah, I think in the video I was like, "Can you torch it some more?" Yeah, I need more like, crisp. And yeah, um, so I feel like. Finally, in San Francisco, we have legit Korean food. Um, I think it's something that has been lacking, and and I'm just super excited that it's here. I'm already craving to go back. I, I do want to go back. Oh my god, that first sip of broth! It just felt the coatingness of just beefy savoriness was yeah. insane. It's it's so good. If you have been to Songnongdang in, in K Town, um, the setup is is quite different. That setup is it's more like a mom and pop restaurant there, and um, they have like every table has you know of course the button to call your waiter or server, and they have a box on the side where it's just like one of the compartments is um, just green onions, the second one is chili, and the third one is just salt. In my experience of eating salangtang, it's I, I need all those three items to to finish the soup. And so, what's interesting about Daeho is that they didn't have that. They had that box, but it was all empty. <laughs> still new. They're still new. It's I get soft it. Soft open. Soft and then, open, right? so I automatically asked for the green onions and the salt because usually salangtang the broth is very very bland, and you kind of season it up to your liking. Um, so they they did bring out the green onions, and to my surprise, like the broth was already seasoned. It Yo, was already salted. Tell them about that banchan though. Oh my gosh. Right? I almost forgot. We had banchan that I never had before. Um, and I feel like usually when you go to a Korean spot, you feel like you're more opulent at one where they bring more types of banchan, like, you know, a place that gives you like 10 or 15. You're like, yeah. This place only had what, four? Yeah. And only, they were all heat, All though. very, very all solid. Amazing. Kimchi was a little on the sweet side. Uh, very delicious. I think the acidity was you know, really good on that one. Um, the, the, I think the hitter that we all thought was really good. This is what I was getting at, yeah. Was like, um, so I'm not sure if it's Asian chive or is it specifically a- Korean chives, but Asian chives are a lot um, wider than compared to an American chive. And this one was uh, seasoned with, I think, typical like pickling uh, ingredients and sesame oil. Sesame oil is such a great enhancement. I've been on such like a sesame oil kick lately. I and this it. was like uh, just a really good way of keeping that going. Yeah, no, I was I was in love with that chive banchan. I, I think so that was good. the only one we asked for duplicates of. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they so. are they are infinity if <laughs> yeah. you haven't been to Korean food yet, which most of our listeners have, but for those that haven't, banchan is infinite, so don't get carried away by getting, by getting too much of it, but this is one where we're like, okay, we need more of this one. And um, in the soups, I really did enjoy the noodles in that one. It was um, it was kind of right? like a potato. I'm not sure if it's a potato noodle, but it's a glass noodle. I feel like it was like a yam noodle or something. Yeah, it might be a yam noodle. And it was, um, usually those noodles are really, really thin and circular. And this one was a, a thicker flat noodle, which I really enjoyed the texture of it. It had a nice chew to it. So yeah, if anyone wants to go to Deho, invite us. And if you want to go yourselves, I do. we do suggest that you go with a group at least four. Yeah, just so you can try as much as you want to try. Definitely. Because the dishes are priced as such too. They're a little pricier, but they're meant to be shared between a lot of people. So, and so with the four of us, we got all we did was get two soups and the kalbi jim with and the cheese. And we were stuffed. And we were stuffed. Yeah. So I think we spent about like $30 each, and that was yeah, including that, all the soju and the beer we drank. Hey, Cyclone Jenny. <laughs> So yeah, Dejo is a great spot. I can't wait to go back. Yeah, totally agree. And let's see. After that, um, I went to Colorado last week for work for a couple days. I didn't get too much time to go out and explore. I was only there for a little bit. Um, but I did have a couple meals that I really enjoyed, so I can kind of quickly touch on those. And for my coworker. So upon landing, we went to actually an Austin, Texas taco chain that happened to have a location in Fort Collins, Colorado called Torchies. Okay. I loved that they were bigger than I thought, too, because they're street style, but they were like almost mini burrito sized. So I'm glad I only got two because I was more than enough. I had a breakfast one with like eggs, potatoes, cheese, and brisket, which was nice. And the other one I had was a fried catfish one. They were both pretty good. I feel like I want to get closer to the Austin locations and maybe see if it's changed. Maybe maybe because I was just off my flight a little tired. I enjoyed it, but I think it was a little bland. But what was the star is, you know, if you have a Texas chain, they had queso dip. Mm-hmm. Queso dip was really good. Yeah. That was awesome. They had a guac that was pretty good, but um, they kind of had like an elote dip too, like a street corn dip. I really like that too. So that was the first meal. Shout out to my coworker. You know, I don't think my coworkers know I have this show, but my coworker Brooks, who's based in Colorado, he heard we were coming and um, he used your best. And he knew you're like into food. Yeah, because he actually visited our office a couple weeks before that and we kind of had a little bit of a convo. And I guess 
so this office is a lot more smaller and intimate than our office here in San Francisco. So they're kind of more like a family. They just, they'll like send a mass office wide email that just says like salsa because someone makes a salsa from home and brings it to the kitchen and everyone just goes in and eats salsa. And so he heard I was coming. Um, he used your best friend, the instant pot and hey. he just made some, <laughs> he just made some like pulled pork, you know, something super simple and it was insanely good. Like I was walking up, watching him pull it off the bone and uh, you know, just normal like white bread rolls and uh, just some like just some pickles and some sauce. Mm-hmm. Incredibly good. So I, that that threw me off guard. I was really, really. I felt really loved that my coworkers knew I was into food and brought me some stuff. No, that's that's really sweet. That was delicious. So that was I think the biggest curveball that I enjoyed of that trip was just you know a simple well done pulled pork, nothing dry. It was super juicy, very tender, not too much fat. You know, just the right amount of fat, and the. The normal burger bun was like the perfect vehicle. Like I didn't eat any artisanal bread. It was just right. Is this something that he usually does for the other coworkers I heard or he was does, it special just I for heard you? like no, I heard in the office like he's the guy. So like once a month he'll like do he's something the crazy. Food dude. He is. He, you know, he's just, he's a super tall, like six something guy and he just loves cooking. That's and awesome. it makes me wish I worked out of that office more often. So maybe I will and I can report more to you guys on uh well, know, what other food happens. I know at first you were kinda of like, Oh, I have to go to to Colorado. Well, because I knew it was cold. It was snowing the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So now you 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 could you feel like you can look forward to it. Yeah. So my That's last awesome. yeah. So my last good meal there is I went to um a Nashville fried chicken spot. It was called Music City Hot Chicken. So we haven't talked about this yet, but yes. I was like, I know you sent Flan and I um, you know, the link of it. I was like, whoa, those fries are really interesting. I looking. didn't get the fries though. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get them. Well, I was like not sure what it was in the photos. Yeah. And I was kind of like rushed when I got there, so I just kind of ordered from instinct, which I happen to do sometimes. Um, so I just got like a dark meat half of the bird. So I only got like one thigh and one drum dark meat. Okay. But what was cool though is that, you know, we're from California and our food is pretty pricey here. Um, the price of that meal there with that and a side was only like nine bucks. Okay. They happened to have a deal that day that that particular piece that I wanted or that cut was half price. Oh, nice. So it was only like four fifty for a thigh and a drum and a side and the white bread and the pickles. What side did you get? Uh, I got cheesy grits. Oh, ooh. so I was kind of, I was kind okay. of distracted by you saying the fry thing because I didn't, was this like a standalone fry or was this just the fries that are on their menu? It was just their fries on their menu. And it looked, so what it, what it looked like to me was like a spoon scooped out the potato from the potato. So it had like a real a weird curl oh. to it. So some of my coworkers I ate with got fries, but maybe I was so focused in on my chicken that I didn't notice their yeah, fries. Yeah, I was just like, oh, these fries look different. And you know from listening they on the show. like a cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm, nice I'm, way to bring it back there. I'm going to bring it up and you're going to be like, you're right. Yeah. Because, you know, on this, by listening to the show, I'm a big fry, fried potato enthusiast. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised that I was like blind to it because I was too focused on my chicken and my grits. That was the first thing I saw when I looked up their IG. I was like, oh, these fries look crazy. <laughs> the chicken was also very crazy. You know, I, you've been to Nashville and had the real thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked to Flan a lot about this. And I've uh, we've had this conversation recently of like what really denounces authentic food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really got to be what what's really genuine to you. So Absolutely. I'm, if it tastes good, it tastes good. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> you, you were in Nashville last year and you had like the hot chicken spots. I haven't had those yet, but I thought this was really delicious. Yeah. Like, so they had nine levels of spice. Okay. Um, and was it crazy? Remember how like I talked about, I was like, there's no spice. Yeah. Baby spice. Yeah. Like all these different levels. There's of, sporty spice like, and there's, and there's like scary spice. The shmi- like the shmediums and the, yeah. sh- the marge, you yes. know? <laughs> so this place has nine levels. Wow. Okay. Um, some of my coworkers got zero. Some like kind of stayed in the middle, but my coworker who recommended the spot always gets the second hottest. Okay. So, you know, I didn't want to like, you know, one up them or anything and, you know, not being sure of what to expect. I also followed suit and got the second level. Okay. Um, and you said you could, uh, it you, was, you it was very doable. It was doable. Okay. Like, I feel was like, was it something that like you can ask them to add on to it? Like if you like, could you get a side of that hot to make it spicier? Well, I feel like if that if that's the case. You're just going to go up to the one next level anyways. Because remember, I got eight out of nine. Nine was the hottest. But like, could you have made it spicier knowing that like, because I know like Hattie B's, you can mm-hmm. do that. Oh, okay. All the other places that I like tried. Like what you get is what you get. Is That's what you get. They can't give you something to make it spicier. I didn't ask, honestly. Okay. The place was pretty busy at the time. And you know, I was there with a lot of other coworkers. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of had their other meals and we were catching up on the day. Okay. Um. I, again, I hope to actually work out of this office some more, so I hope they bring me back so I can do more R&D at this place. I'll get your fries that you saw. Um, and now, like, because I, I feel like these places that have their hottest just do it, like, for a stunt. But, like, now that I had the second hottest and I was fine, like, you know, I dripped a little bit here and there. Yeah. But, like, you know, I think I've done way worse. 
Yeah. I do kind of want to go for the the level the nine now. Hot. And I think it's probably still nowhere near next to real Nashville because real Nashville sounds like it's real deal. Yeah. But it was, I did like that the batter was a little bit sweet, mm-hmm. had a great color. Um, it was not dry at all. Really good juiciness to did it. Did you feel like you ate the white bread? Uh, I actually kind of like had to get more to it to, as the end because I was focusing so much on the chicken. Yeah. Because I feel like when it's really hot, you need it to cool you down. You need it, yeah. But like this one, again, because I was able to handle it, I didn't really go to it. I was really more excited about my grits. Okay. Because the grits were actually very good. I love cheesy grits. Yeah. And I think it was like a seasonal or special side. Like they didn't normally have it. And okay. I think I saw that. I was like, okay, I'll get it then. Yeah, yeah. Because even my coworkers were like, oh, we don't usually see them have the grits. Cheesy grits. We good. just had a big talk about this. Cheesy grits and uh, sweet grits. <laughs> yeah. And then yesterday, yesterday, the sit down, be hungry crew. Yesterday, uh, we had dinner with Needle in the haystack. Yesterday, yesterday, so good. And like conversations about this meal are still carrying over to today. Yes. Um, well, you gave us the most FOMO when you told us about your first experience there. Yes, yes. So I feel very honored that I was allowed into the inner sanctum to <laughs> attend this one. Shout out to, I know we already did our shout outs, but they deserve their own. Clint and Yoko of Noodle and Haystack out of Daily City. Follow them on IG. Subscribe to their newsletter. And try and, to get in. Well, yeah, you have to subscribe to the newsletter so you get the alerts of when, and it's and it's random when they release it. Um, tickets sell out within minutes, I would say. Um, they release their tickets once a month. They have four pop-ups a, uh, a month, and each pop-up, so it's once a week. Each one is a different style of ramen. Um, I double-checked with Clint yesterday. He said they do about 14, 15 different kinds. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, we got to try the yuzu shio. Oh, my God. Um, and we ch- I chose this one because I asked him what was his favorite broth that they make, and he said this one was and it. I- and I, I felt really privileged that he got to like, you know, have time to talk to us about how he actually made it, like how much attention it takes and, you know, the trial and errors he's had to perfect it the way he's gotten it to and how he still wants to keep making it better. It, it was really inspiring. It was a really, really great meal. Um, it starts off with this ramen deviled egg. Um, you, you may have seen it as the album cover of the previous show. Yes, yes. So There's some pickled daikon on the bottom. There's some of the dashi that's blended into the yolk. Um, there's a dehydrated chicken chicharron on it. I mean, who doesn't love chicken chicharron, right? Not um, cool people. <laughs> so what's cool about these dinners is that it, it, he only just announces uh, what kind of ramen it's going to be. You don't know what the rest of the courses are. Um, so I was curious to know what was going to be our meat course. Oh, man. Uh, I was so happy to know it was pork belly karage. Yo. This pork belly was braised for 14 hours, then frozen to like basically hold its shape so he can uh, compress it, and then cut up, potato starch floured, and then deep fried. It was such a different kind of crisp. Like, like I, I like paraphrasing what Flan said. Flan said yesterday, he was like, I'm Filipino. I've eaten a lot of pork in my life. I have never quite had anything like this. And I totally have to agree with him. It was so good. It was super tender, flavorful. I didn't feel like it was oily at all. No. The light batter was a perfect fry on it and was accompanied with um, a salad that they make. And this dressing that they make is basically the same ingredients in that salad that they turned into a dressing. And so we, the kind of the theme that he was kind of saying was like a meta meal, yeah, like things on things, things eggs on the same eggs, thing with it. salad on salad and so on. Um, yeah, man. And the yuzu shio, like the, like we all, we all had our phones out to document this meal and put our phones down for a sec. And that first sip of the broth, I was like, what the fuck? This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and Flan actually had his phone put away this whole entire time and he's like I'll just grab your photos he took out his phone (laughs) he took out his phone that's how you know it was so so good um Clinton Yoko they pay attention to a lot of details they try out new techniques and um they're very passionate about their craft and and I respect that I loved hearing their processes with them like it was just really cool to hear the lifestyle the way they go through these dishes yeah if you ever get a chance to go to a noodle and haystack dinner jump on it like you will you will not regret it it's totally affordable it's a great experience you will never have another bowl of ramen like it ever and you get to meet a lot of cool people like the second this was the second meal now and a lot of the people that were there were there at my first dinner and and we all kind of decided like hey let's go to this one together and it's great conversation and we all kind of decided to go again on may 8th so excited for that so if you can break in come join us yeah i guess tickets aren't available yet but get on that newsletter (laughs) sign up for that newsletter right now and um you know, get in, get in, get in. Come see, yeah, come see what we're talking about. You oh know what the God. fuck going on. <laughs> they don't yet, but they will. 
It is now time for the juicy bits. This is where we talk about food news that you and your stomach need to know about. What have we got this week? This is from SF Gate. There is a vending machine for baguettes in San Francisco. It beat a bakery in our blind taste test. It's called Le Bread Express. It's inside Stonestown Galleria. And it says, I'm going to be honest, this story did not end up the way I thought it would. In my continuing quest to eat food and get paid to do it, I took Muni to Stonestown Galleria near San Francisco State, not to shop at H&M or Sephora, but to pick up some fresh bread. Tucked inside a mall, a large vending machine called Le Bread Express. You swipe your card, insert cash, 20 seconds later, the bread spits out a warm baguette. Wow. So it's kind of like Papa Murphy's? You get them like half baked and you go home and you finish it? I don't know what Papa Murphy's is. It's... Wait, really? No, I don't know. What is oh, that? It's a it's a take and bake pizza chain we have here. Maybe it's not that big then if you haven't heard of it. I don't know. I've never I've never heard of that before. It's not that great, but I mean <laughs> it gets the job done when I was a kid. It's it's this place where you walk in and they sell you like raw or half cooked pizza okay. for like a lower price uh-huh. and you take it home and finish it. Like at a grocery store? No, they have their own storefronts. I've never heard of that before. Really? There's I grew up by one. I feel like just for like for the culture, we have to do one. I'm going to do research and see, do they have them in LA? Maybe they just did it. Or I don't know if there are any around here in the Bay Area. I mean, we, growing up in Sacramento, we had a bunch of them. We could definitely do the research on this. See if it's and, still and, available. As, and as a kid, you always got confused between the different Papas. There's Papa John's and Papa Murphy's. Uh, and then the one was the already finished one and one was the not finished one. I, I didn't have Papa John's as a kid. Like I don't, it was Papa always, John's came around when I was a little older. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're diverting too far. Back okay. to this bread. Anyway, so I'm a little confused about this because a few years ago, um, I encountered this machine in the Castro area at the Myriad. And so this article is saying that this is the only one in San Francisco. Yeah, this is a very long article. I'm, I'm going to try to find some highlights, but I feel like it's a very long article to read the whole thing. Um, so it says this machine is stocked up with about 100 half-baked baguettes made at a wholesale bakery in Burlingame. Most of the bread is kept frozen inside and just a few at a time are baked in the machine for an additional 10 minutes and held in hot storage. The machine can be programmed to have more or less bread ready depending on the demand. If a loaf is sitting there for over 90 minutes, it's discarded so it does not dry out. Oh, that's interesting because I know you mentioned before we start recording, um, if you want to speak on your experience when you encountered this machine in the past. So from what I remember, I was at the Myriad and there was no real explanation of what was happening, but you put money in, and then a while later, bread comes out. But I thought like this bread was going to be freshly baked. Mm-hmm. So when we got the baguette, it was definitely warm. But I think it was probably sitting there for too long or something because it was pretty hard. But it was warm. It was warm and hard. It was warm and hard. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound very appealing at all. Um, it says $4. I don't remember if it was $4. But I wonder, like we were just talking about, I wonder if during that time it was like in beta testing and I, I got to try it. And maybe that that's time. the reason why. Maybe they perfected it and that's why they're announcing that yeah. it's kind of out now. Yeah, interesting. Because the article also does say the, uh, the CEO, Benoit Herve, prefers to call it uh, a micro bakery and not a vending machine. Okay. So I, I appreciate that. I mean, it looks cute. It's got like it's surrounded by like wood. I don't know if it's fake or real wood. Oh, it's a it's a it's like a wrap. It's a sticker wrap. Oh, <laughs> it's not the real picture wood. fooled me. <laughs> but um, it, yeah, it's not that large. Um, I'm I'm flipping through the slideshow and seeing the images of it. It does look a little dry. So it said that a lot of the SF Gate staffers tasted the bread and they said it was pretty tasty. It was crunchy crust and airy interior. Yeah, that was definitely not the experience that I had. So I, I guess, yeah, maybe maybe that is true then. Maybe that was a sample. Or maybe it wasn't from another brand or company. Did it look like this? Uh, yeah, it was pretty much the same. Hmm. Yeah, maybe they're like, okay, we, we're, we're better now. Let's make a press run. <laughs> I wonder if any of our listeners have had it before or seen this thing around because um, I would like to try it, I guess. Yeah, I'm curious to know. Um, I mean, Stonestown is quite far from me, so I definitely won't go. I actually have never been to Stonestown. Oh, in the seven years I've been here. So um, it's a nice mall. Yeah. But yeah, let us know if you've tried this bread and then give us your feedback on it. Yeah. The, like these vending machines are kind of getting a little more ambitious here and there. Like uh, I don't know if we've talked about in the show before, but there's this ramen one, um, you know, shout out because we talked about I ramen earlier. It so bad. I've never tried it. Yeah. It's in the Metreon. They had like two choices. It was pretty affordable. It was like 10 bucks and you get it in like a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was for the price it was, I felt like it was worth it comparable to what else you would pay for that kind of a bowl of ramen here. Um, again, it's not anywhere close to the ramen we we had that we talked about earlier, but um, it was good for a vending machine. Yeah. So, you know, I know there's there's some people scared about robots taking over everything, but you know what? If they give me something good to eat in the meantime, I won't be that mad. Yeah. This next article is from CNN. Ooh, serious. <laughs> Very serious. Um, New York public schools to have meatless Mondays will start this fall. 
Huh. I enjoy meatless meals quite a bit. Um, so it says it doesn't say like what what school like elementary school or you know high school or anything like that, does it? I I think if it's across the whole school system, because all public schools in New York will have meatless Mondays, so that probably means all types of age ranges that are in the public system. I mean, like elementary school, I think not a big deal. Yeah, I feel like when you're that age, I mean, maybe we were different as kids, you know, because we're hyper focused on food. But I feel like most kids aren't thinking too much about that. They're more excited they get to go to recess after eating, you know, or or thinking about. Uh, I don't know, homework or math equations or something. Um, I know I thought about food a lot more as a kid than probably most kids do, but um, I think most kids maybe won't miss it. I hope I hope not, because I think it's a great idea. You know, it has a lot of other um, benefits, it says in the article, like cutting back on a meat will improve the New Yorker's health and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. And it looks like they're going to, you know, it's not going to just be like, macaroni and cheese like they're going to be using beans and lentils whole grains nuts and seeds to like make it more elevated like vegetarian meal. i feel like there's a good educational element there then too because maybe um maybe kids might not even know about those types of foods and they'll get to try so you know even at school they're even learning while they're at lunch um do you feel like because because of this program like do you think it'll change habits of these kids when they become adults i think it could go either way because i feel like either they'll be cool with it and they will continue it or maybe there's this thing when there's rebellion when they're told you can't have something that you want it even more true true so in a way i feel like it almost is a social experiment as well because i feel like just based off of people's comfort zones and how they feel maybe they will take it either direction as they as they grow older and also there's like different variables with the too right like this is happening at school but it doesn't necessarily mean it's happening at home no because the article does say that the kids are more than welcome to bring a lunch from home with meat in it I think it's just you know what they're providing on their front so I think I've talked about this before but um, I went to a seventh day Adventist private school and it's um, in seventh day Adventist they it's uh, vegetarian is practice and so all the schools um, don't have any meat and I was that kid that would bring meat to school <laughs> were you like were you like the little pusher was everyone like coming up to you like hey what do you got no not so much like I want some but um, <laughs> are they curious or no because I mean I no, I don't think I don't remember anyone being actually vegetarian it's just at school it was vegetarian oh, okay but I did remember like loving a lot of things we ate. But then back then it was like a vegetarian hot dog, a uh, vegetarian. It, it was actually really tasty. It was mm-hmm. from the ABC truck. Like you could buy this mix and all you have to do is add an egg and it makes like a, a soy patty. So it's like a Betty Crocker effect. It probably didn't need the egg, but maybe because you got to add it, you feel like you're doing something. Because everything was like, like meat, but it wasn't. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, my taste buds were... Not that refined when I was a kid, so I don't know, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I sometimes want a haystack, which is just chips, ch- cheese, and beans. <laughs> sounds it's like it's like That's a it it's like the haystack. cousin <laughs> sounds like the cousin of a Frito pie. Yes, I love Frito pie. <laughs> yeah, which to segue again, that you might even be able to get that this weekend, but we'll yeah, get to yeah. that. So. Um, yeah, that sounds like a a positive thing overall. I'm glad that they're starting to do this. You know, it's gonna you know it's gonna encourage hopefully more sustainability, and maybe because New York's doing it, and you know I think a lot of the world is influenced by New York. Definitely. Maybe a lot of places will take suit because I feel like school lunches are definitely an area where this country could use reform. Have you ever seen those like clickbait articles where it shows like school kids lunches from around the world? I love watching those. Dude, those videos. are the best. Those are really cool because it shows like what the kids in America are eating and then and then compared to other countries. And I was like, yo, I'm an adult. I want to eat that. I want to eat that. Right? <laughs> that looks really good. I see those too and I'm like, man, I want to eat what those kids are eating. <laughs> I, you know, I think they're, you know, made nicer to photograph for the article, for but sure. still. You know, maybe it makes me wish I went to school in another country growing up. I remember, like, when I finally got to go to a normal public high school, like, I was able to get Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) And I was used to getting haystacks. (laughs) This last one is from Eater. New dating app matches singles over the contents of their... Wait, wait, wait. Another one? Another one. Another one. (laughs) I knew you were going to do it. Actually, I didn't know you were going to do it. We just had the cow one last show. Oh, my God. <laughs> we just had the cow one last show, but this hey is for. Man. Wait, so is this one for actual people? This is for people in their fridges. Mm. So, um, so all that app- extra baggage is on display. <laughs> so this app is called Refrigerating. I appreciate I, the humor in the I name. I really like that name. You know, normally I don't like that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I, I like this one. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. While we're going through it, let me get in the app store and see what this looks like. You yeah. know, for research purposes. Yeah, yeah, Jordan. Yeah. You just want to show off all your hot sauces. <laughs> no, Maybe. Oh, is that white truff in the back? Oh. oh, oh you okay. see, I have white truff in there. Mm. Huh. <laughs> so users download the app. 
peep at pictures of other singles' refrigerators and then decide if they're interested. It seems to be partially a ploy to sell an expensive yet unnecessary Samsung fridge that has a camera inside for those too lazy to open the door. But anyone can sign up without requiring a state-of-the-art camera fridge. Um, let's see. <laughs> so New York Times notes that despite the Black Mirror vibes, it may not be a terrible idea as there are some research links between food preferences and personality types. I mean, that's very true. I mean, I mean, I think like one of the biggest hangups when it comes to dating is like people's dietary restrictions. Absolutely. You could know off the bat by looking. I will never looking. date a vegan person. <laughs> Like we'll never get to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you would know right away if you, you know. Exactly. But you would also be like, oh, is that oat milk? <laughs> oat milk is delicious. Yeah. See, that would be one of the, you know, that could be one of the things you could bond over. Um, yeah. Wait, are you downloading it? I right tried now? to, but it didn't show up in the app store. So I'm going to look again after we uh, do this take. I mean, let's download it. I think we should download for it for research. Fun. For research. Um, I did just reorganize my fridge and like cleaned out. Ooh, my shit so you got that new, away. you got that fridge drip looking that, fresh. I got that new, 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 looking, new fridge look. Looking fresh. <laughs> Beverages are stocked. <laughs> new LaCroix <laughs> Yo, I just had one of those bubbly sparkling waters the other day, like one of the competitors. Uh-huh. And it wasn't bad. I had a mango one and I really liked it. Nice, nice. So maybe I put that in my fridge to show like, oh, I, I have variety. I can get LaCroix and I can get other sparkling Wait, waters. we didn't see this. So this is... This is how we're going to end it. Samsung. <laughs> it is? Yes. Samsung even has some clunky ass suggested pickup lines. Oh, no. Like, hey, love that spicy taco sauce. Makes me think of my exchange semester in Mexico. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I, I'm on Bumble again. And now, like, when you send a message, Bumble will, like, hey, that message could be better. Here are some suggestions. Oh. And then you can kind of, like, open up the suggestions and then decide, like, Nah, I'll stick with what I got or choose one of theirs. And they're really cheesy. Mm. And this falls right along the lines. <laughs> but this one could show actual cheese. Yeah, maybe. And, and then maybe they can, you know, tell a lot from a person with the actual cheeses <laughs> that they keep. I don't have too many cheeses in my fridge right now. Oh, oh yeah. Like, if you saw a fridge full of soylent, I'm like, next. Yeah. I, no, this is really <laughs> like making me think. eat. Yeah, this is really making me think what's in mine right now. Uh, yeah. I, I, All I know is a lot of hot sauce. Yeah. Some yeah, that okay. So ladies out there, if you're into hot sauce <laughs> or spicy, hit up Chase. <laughs> All right, y'all, it's that time. What time it is? The most controversial bit on this podcast. Oh yeah, is call sauce on you. We list three food items, and you gotta pick one to never have again. Okay, let's go. We're joined by a repeat guest, but he's by himself this time. Except last time, I was interfered by people trying to steal my name. Who? Wait, who was it? No. Me? No. Oh. Sean Lamar tried to steal Entree 3000 from me. <laughs> That's right. Kind of remember, the- but don't remember because we were all inebriated. Yeah. That, and actually, I believe in that episode where we did saucing on you, John put circus music behind it because it <laughs> was, was a circus. Was we were recording in my backyard with yes. my dad on my stuff? Okay. So by yes. now, if you don't know who this is, you don't listen to our stuff enough, which is fine. Please do it more. We're joined by Sush. Sush E. Sush. Asterisk. Exclamation mark. E. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon to me because it's been way too long. But uh, yeah, he drove over for my birthday. So thanks for being here again. Hell Thank yeah. You. Thanks for finding me when I'm more able to have this discussion than I was last time you were here. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean? Because Mike was here, he he served me an item. I wasn't able to fully facilitate oh, this segment. That's right. It was a brownie. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was the fis- culprit of handling. He served it to me. Yes, 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 yes. He served it to me. I was not fully able to perform this segment due to that. It put a item. couple of people to sleep. I didn't Some that are here today. Yeah. That are still having a good time. So it's good that they turned out okay still. <laughs> Whatever. GCR's back. Yeah. We're glad you're back. Representative of the Good Company family. You guys passed us up. Uh, episode numbers. It's not a race. Not a yeah. race. Thank you. It's that makes me feel better, but I also like we all know it's good. Like hey, <laughs> we didn't even need to bring the mics the out today. But <laughs> I love my I love my product and you guys came all the way out here, so let's just do it. Whatever. I mean you're it. back. Let's do it. Um you've been releasing a lot of stuff since we you've last been on here. Yes. The show is back. You've got some singles out or that are coming out. Yeah. Primetime Penny is out now. The video is out and everything. Please get that. Um, the album artwork's okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, I'm joking because I did we, it. It was a joint effort. So <laughs> if it was okay, it was probably my fault. The good part of it was him. Okay. 
Um, you hear me explain <laughs> this bit every week. You know what the rules of this bit are. Um, we're going to list three food items. You got to pick one to never have again. So are you guys ready? Yep. I'm not new to this. Yes. Due to sentimentality, which we can maybe even further elaborate on later after we've given our answers. Oh, but, damn. Um, I'm going to pick donut formats. <laughs> so the three I'm going to choose are buttermilk, blueberry, and donut holes. So I will preface wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. I will preface this with this is very much inspired Hyper-local, hyper right? It's, it's hyper-focused on Sacramento's legendary Marie's Donuts. Where I've never had a Marie's I brought donut. you, but you weren't fully there yet. So what we'll do go you mean I wasn't fully there yet? After satiation, after um, pizza. Meaning and mentally or physically? Both. I think a little bit of both. Okay. It was both. Because I remember you, we were all supposed to kick it still, and it just wasn't going to work out. It's the late night donut spot in Sacramento that, and you've been there any time between 2009 to maybe 2016. You yeah. saw a lot of what is defining Sacramento nightlife culture right now. A lot of our a lot of our events and shows and stuff, we all went to Marie's Donuts as like our signature thing and we would kick it out there for hours. There are legendary stories that happen outside. Sometimes till the night, uh, sometimes till the sun rose. What are their hours like? Is it 24/7? It's like no. question mark to question mark. I think like the general schedule is they open either at 11 or midnight whenever they kind of feel go until they run out. Gotcha. Yeah. Into all the right. day when the families come like so, early like, in the morning. So like what's a typical day when they sell out? Like what time are they selling out at? Around we like 4:30. Well, dude, we're, we were never PM. we were never early that late. We were never around that late to see that I, happen. I because I drive through there every once in a while, I end up seeing uh, Wait, especially Wait, so they are opening at 11 p.m. and selling out by 4:30 a.m. No, 4:30 p.m. Oh, I was like, "Yo, that's So they go to the <laughs> afternoon because they I was like, "Wow." They wow. keep it going because of like the there's a high school down the street. Gotcha, gotcha. So Because so, most oh, donut shops like kind of bake in that four to six a.m. sweet spot. Yeah. So it seems like they continue. Well, no, yeah. they started earlier to kind of match the folks that got oh, out when they the clubs open got at 4 out. No, 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 they open. They open as soon as they start like, throwing oh, stuff like in the fryer, which is around eleven okay. eleven p.m. Okay. slash midnight. We went on the day we went much later than that after Cuffin had already taken his full effect, which is why the you might. When I did. Yes. Okay, I don't remember exactly when you walk up to the window. Don't even really worry about what your favorite is. You just say what just came out of the back, but and, and I, it'll I be a warm you, one. On but the ones that Jordan listed are the signatures, though, gotcha. regardless of fresh or not. Right? They're like kind of the ones you should get there, whether you saw them in the back or not. Right. So, can you run through them again? Uh, yes. yes. One more time. It was uh, buttermilk, glazed buttermilk. Uh, buttermilk. Choose your topping. Okay. Glazed blueberry. Which is unique to that place, but I've seen other um, donut places do it, including Bob's here in San Francisco. The difference that it makes in the Sacramento one is it's a tulip version. No, uh, Bob's and SF Bo does a tulip version as well. I've never been to Bob's and it's my neighborhood. <laughs> Regardless, so, so you haven't had either of the tulip blueberries. No, 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 no. no. You've had this genre. You've had this style of donut before, though. In these places, Was it I holds. Sober? I don't know. I wasn't there for all of those, so, so I can't count, count on that. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, though. I'm going into this competition very blind. My competition on this one is a mix of sober and... Well, remember, too, I'm also doing it catered to our guest. Okay. Fair. So I will go first. Okay. Remember, it was... And the, the third one was... Oh, was uh, donut holes, which is pretty universal. So for, for dine peas here, mm. if it were up to me, I'd get rid of all of them. Whoa! You know I the rules, eat, though. You I don't eat donuts. I've been with you eating donuts plenty of times. I don't eat donuts. Need. Maybe I have a bite, but I don't really eat a donut. <sighs> you eat Chinese donuts with Juk, though. Yeah, but that's but those not weren't the, part of that's this. That's not the same kind. Yeah. Honestly, growing up, I never ate donuts at my donut shop. Which is crazy, though, because in LA, the donut scene is insanely oh, it's crazy. good. It's crazy I do good. Ham and cheese croissant. That's what I do. At which my is donut. you're right. Which is what a lot of those places do have. I will. I will mention, by the way, that as soon as you said I would get rid of all of them, I heard a gasp in the room. I know. I get it. <laughs> growing up, my local Vietnamese donut shop. We everyone got the croissants because that's what was better. Yeah. I always got a ham and cheese croissant and a strawberry. Uh, what is it? Quick. What is it? Nesquik. Oh, Nesquik. I never got donuts. See, my Jane would get. That means you're OG <laughs> team savory too. Jane, my sister would get donut holes always. Oh yeah. And I take like one of the holes and I. Which give her kind of does put you in that team though, and, like by association. So I guess I will keep donut holes just because my sister would get them. Hi, Jane. But I never got donuts. I I still don't really care for donuts today. Yeah, that's I'm true. I don't get them always. often, to be honest, these days either. But I, I will. I always get a croissant or a bagel over a donut. Have you been to Beauty's yet here in Oakland? Nope. We'll go soon. But uh, that might even change your answers too. Okay. So are you? Wh which one are you actually officially giving your stamp on as the no? I guess I'll go with 
I don't know. We could flip a coin for buttermilk oh or blueberries. Oh my God, this hurts my soul <laughs> so bad. Honest, I don't care about either. And like the donut holes, only because my sister would order them. Okay, so which out but of the I other? I don't even t- give a fuck about that. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this I'm one sorry. really was. This one was really more my catered towards our guests. My answer is ham and cheese croissant or almond croissant. So which which <laughs> item is a ham and cheese croissant more closer to? Is it more closer to a blueberry? or Is it more closer to a buttermilk? I mean, because you listed all sweet, so I guess. I'm not team sweet either. I'm team savory as well. I'm saying if we all had to kind of dip our toes in the lake that is team sweet, all this right. is where we're going. Blueberry, bye. Okay, that's fair. I'll take you that. You get rid of the blueberry. Okay. Yeah, sure, whatever. All right. Uh. Whatever toots your horn. <laughs> uh, between the three, so buttermilk, blueberry. I feel like these should hit your sentimentality hold. a little harder. All of them are. That's why I picked it. But I'm kind of like leading up to where I sit currently with all of them, uh-huh. and sadly, I would probably get rid of the blueberry. Okay. Over the years, I've kind of gotten sick of like how thick and like overly dense the blueberry tulip donut is at Marie's, and I really, really, really love the hot buttermilks, and donut holes are always there for you when you don't really want that much. I hear you. And I it's that. great with Marie's Donuts signature hot chocolate. Which is really just from a hot chocolate machine. But that's not is the there point, I guess. Is real milk or water? It's whatever it's, you want. I, 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 I believe don't know. it's water. I don't actually. think we really know. I think it's the I think it's we the don't water know. with the with the milk powder. I fucks with that. We'll go again on another station, maybe in a less inebriated state, just so you can. Ret- There's no such ma- thing. You're kind of right. <laughs> I kind of hate that you're really right, though. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna drop blueberries. I'm dropping blueberries, okay. unfortunately, okay. and that is the weekend signature in Sacramento. Yeah, so But was blueberry your favorite at one point? Yes, it absolutely was. Okay. Right, um right. actually and the thing that makes it special too is the blueberry is actually only served on Friday night slash Saturday morning and Saturday night slash Sunday morning. Gotcha. Which so that's it. Which is a very stingy and stiff parameter that I knew Sush would get, but I kind of wanted your unbiased opinion about that because I know you wouldn't knew that rule they had about that item on their menu. Yeah, I don't care about any of them. <laughs> Yeah, my soul gets crushed. It's fine. It's not the first time it's happened on this segment. Did I crush it a second time, Loki? No, because I feel like you're just fighting your answer, but I'm still going to go against it. Getting into my answer, I'll start off the bat. Donut holes are gone Mm. because I heard a lot of no's in the back. It's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because when it's that late and you're that much um, on whatever liquid you were consuming, maybe not liquid, uh, at that time. Wow. <laughs> we have a bunch of degenerates Fair. here. Hi, Mom. <laughs> she says she's been behind on a few anyways. It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but she when she gets here. No, because she still doesn't. Hi, Mama Dang. Whatever. It's my birthday tomorrow. It's fine. Wow. Which is, I'm still responsible. It's all good. The donut holes at that time. Hey, full disclosure, it actually is your birthday currently. Oh. Happy birthday, Jordan. Happy birthday, Chavit Dang. Um, I'm old, so. Oh my gosh. So, I'm still getting rid of the donut holes, not only for the exclusivity point of their kind of like lifespan throughout their open stage throughout the night. Yeah. They're they're a little more available, and when they are, and they've been there for a minute, that less fresh is less enticing than the other two when they are less fresh. Damn. Actually, no, it's, that's true. Well, because the other two, think about it. The other I only want to eat fresh. If I'm gonna eat donuts, it's gotta be fresh. Well, and let's say that's a, why I I don't. I don't mind fucking with Krispy Kreme because that shit is always fresh. Yeah, but see, my thing is... It's always fresh. My thing is I don't really care for fresh donut holes. Well, no, no, you just want to get what you said earlier because remember you said it doesn't matter what you see when you walk up there. It matters what you see in the back. No, I get that, but I don't... When I get donut holes, I don't want them to be fresh because then like the whole point of it was for the convenience, low-key, and they're not convenient when they're warm and you're getting all the glaze on your fingers when you're trying to pop them all out. But you then you get, want them to then have the... Then you just lick your fingers. Well, no, then you get whatever else is free at that time. Then you eat it with a napkin in between so you don't get it on your fingers. I'm saying is that the other two not fresh to me are more appetizing than the former or the latter when they are not fresh. Like fair, a not a not fresh blueberry and a not fresh buttermilk to me are way tastier than crumbly ass stale donut holes when they've been sitting, which I'll still take. But like the other two not fresh to me would still be more enticing because mm. you know you know as well as I do growing up going to Marie's at all hours of the night when we're growing up you don't know what will be fresh at what time yeah. you think you can predict but you never fully know every and I feel once like, in a while it's a white glaze sprinkle 
And which is random because you know they usually make that later. Yeah. So if they make that early, you're like, yo, why is that fresh now? So the other two that I kept, they're still as satisfying when they're not as fresh versus donut holes, which is why donut holes got to go for me. Fair. And because in general, you know, all of us are more team savory than team sweet. If we do have to be team sweet, I'd rather have something that's a little more consistent, which is the buttermilk and the blueberry when they are not fresh. So that's why those stay for me. And as much as I love donut holes and because of their price forwardness, because I think 12 or $1.50, yeah. six or 75 cents, I'll still rather pay a few more cents to get a not fresh buttermilk or blueberry when they're not fresh. Now that we've got all the answers out, speaking of cents and paying at Marie's Donuts, check this out, yo. They have one of those old ass cash registers that like you have, it has like a big like typewriter buttons on yeah. it and then it goes zing. They don't actually use it. They just put their money it's in there, but show. they act it's like they're show. typing stuff in Shut there the every time you up. go there. That's crazy. Yep. And same dude like basically like runs the spot. And is like the main guy that throws everything in the fryer, pulls up in a Mercedes every night, all black. Oh, damn. And pulls it up crooked on purpose every time he pulls up. So if you ever find yourself in Sacramento. Donut gang gang. Gang gang. Find out what we're talking about. Go to Marie's Donuts. Um, and, and actually, if you want a buttermilk, you can actually, tiny tidbit, you can actually walk up to the to the counter and ask for a vagina bar. I didn't know that, but um, I probably won't not I won't use that information, but I'm glad I know it now. Sush, thank Thanks you for, being for our coming guest. back. Shout out to vagina bars. Where can all of our listeners follow you at? GCR's back. At Marie's. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know we don't go there unless we're Sush showing tourist right friends here. around. No, ready we don't to, ready to sign your right elbow. We don't go there unless we're showing showing friends from out of town there. You know this. <laughs> Um, you can catch me on all social media at Hellasoush. That's H-E-L-L-A-S-O-O-S-H. I literally say this every night on my regular radio show in Sacramento, 102.5 KSFM, 7 to midnight, Monday through Friday. And you can catch me on my website to kind of have the hub for everything at hellasoush.com. He does a podcast that's back now. The hub is also a part of that. But yes, Good Company Radio. You can follow uh, the entire uh, Good Company podcast network via soundcloud.com slash hella good company. And then find us on um, Apple Podcasts. I guess. Right? Yeah. I just, or, is, or, is it, or is it iTunes podcast? I just make the album artwork. That's all y'all's jobs. <laughs> I personally am. My music is. And all you gotta do is hit like and subscribe. <laughs> Well, that wraps up our show. Another one in the books. <laughs> Thank you so much for all the love and support that you've given us. Follow us on Instagram, Sit Down, Be Hungry. We have a website. Um, follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Hit like and subscribe. You're getting really good at this. <laughs> really, really good at this. Hey, Wait, is your Invisalign on right now? No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Muscle memory, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got coming up? Uh, I'm going to Marfa. I talked about it at the show last time. You know, I was kind of shocked that I got zero recs, not just from Sit Down Me Hunger, but like even what on my personal channels. But it's okay. We do we do research. We got internet. No, no, I, I definitely done research, but I've, I'm curious to know like people who have gone before what they've encountered. And so I'm going with a group of people. Uh, my friend Coco is now joining from LA. And what I like traveling with her because she does a lot of research and she has a lot of time right now to do this. So thank you, Coco, for <laughs> putting a, a list together of things that we're going to go visit. The place that I'm most excited to check out is uh, it's called Convenience West. So Marv is in Texas, and barbecue is not all over Texas. It's probably mostly Central Texas. And thanks, Flan. And Marfa, I think is Central Texas. I'm not 100 percent sure to be honest. You'll find I, out when I, you get there. I think, I think it is West. It's West. Flan's in the process of confirming. <laughs> But it's now fully confirmed. Um, there's like three ATMs in the whole town. <laughs> like, so th there's not a there's not a lot of stuff. I wonder there. what the fees are like at those ATMs. Like fourteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and so I know like the the food community in Marfa is a lot of food uh, food trucks. Is what they're known and like one of their popular ones. It's called Food Shack, and it's a Mediterranean truck. Mm. Like. Like, this is my first time going to Texas, and I automatically assume, like, I'm going to eat some good-ass barbecue. Mm -hmm. And so Convenience West just recently opened, I think, within the last year or two or something like that. That link you sent was insane looking. And um, former fine dining chef, Maya. I think Maya is still there in, in, mm. in Marfa. You'll find out when you get there. I will find out. Um, so they have a barbecue spot and um, my, no menu. My highlight from what you sent in the link, though, was the Frito pie sausage. Oh, yeah. I will that get to that. Crazy. I will get to that. So oh, there's yes. no menu. Um, so it kind of, you know, we'll 
show up on Friday uh, starts at five and then they and I think it's just Friday, Saturday, Sunday it opens at five and they just sell until they sell out. And so um, I know it's South by Southwest this week and uh, the people that we've talked to like uh, for our accommodations, they expect uh, a huge turnout this week for people kind of decompressing from a South by South by Southwest into Marfa. So the, I'm for sure going to try to go early, but um, I'm definitely excited. There is a, a Frito pie sausage that they do. Sorry, I stole your thunder. It's all good. I was excited. I love it. Frito pie. I'm super excited. I, I pray that it will be available for me to try in a few days. Mm-hmm. Man, I am already looking forward to the FOMO I will get from this quick trip. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. What about you? What's going on? <sighs> well, the daylight finally shifted back over, which is my favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, I like going home from work and it's still bright out. Yes, I agree. Um, with this warmer weather, I just want to grill. Like yeah. I've been missing, I really miss grilling this this winter. And I, you know, I just want to throw some stuff can on. Can we grill at your place? No, but we can grill okay. somewhere. I, like, I just want to grill somewhere. We can grill here. Yeah, we can We can definitely grill here when um, we get back. I just want to grill. We, we can definitely throw up a throwback of uh, Chavid grilling in my backyard, laying on the ground like a little mermaid. Maybe I'll put that as my profile picture and refrigerate date. Ay, if they allow those ay. kind of profile pictures. <laughs> we can maybe make an album cover, Flan. We maybe could. It, is, it has been decided. Oh, we're not going to make it the album cover for, 30, for 36. Why but maybe not? Maybe we'll reference it. Because it's got to be a food picture. No, it doesn't. Why? You're cooking food. Uh, You're looking like a snack. Well, Although you are, you you do have that control <laughs> to make the, our album covers. But, you know, two out of three. I hold three, those keys. I hold those two keys. Two out of three. <laughs> I hold those keys. We'll see what comes out. We'll see, actually, I mean, you'll already be listening to this. By the t- you'll see what decision was made by the time <laughs> that you get to this if part not, of the show. I'm going to change my profile picture oh, to it. Oh, God. <sighs> well, let me end also on one more serious note that I'm looking forward to doing is um, going back to the Golden Gate Fortune Cookie Factory. Yes. I just saw an article today. I've never today. been. I just saw an article today that it might be closing due to the rent increasing, which is very sad because, you know, but as a kid growing up in Sacramento, before I lived in San Francisco and we took our day trips out here, that was one of my highlights of my trips out here. You know, walking into this little kind of dirty, narrow building, and you just see these women, you know, almost these feats of amazing tolerance where they're just picking up these hot cookies out of this press by bare hand. And, you know, they're just meticulously like machines just harvesting these delicious wafers out of there. And it was there that I actually had like a warm, fresh, off-the-line cookie for the first Ooh, time. That sounds so good. It's Where it's still pliable, right? And then it like once it touches like what, cold actually, air. Actually, so what they do, at least back when I went, because I unfortunately I haven't really been since I moved here. Like last time I went was maybe two thousand nine. Okay. But um, what they do is they actually take like their reject, like the ones that don't fold perfectly, mm-hmm. and while they're still warm, they just throw them in a bin, and you can just walk up and eat those. Ooh. So the warm little like. Let's go. And they have all these crazy flavors, like they have chocolate and strawberry, and you know, seeing that article today saying that it might close got me really bummed. So like. No, we, we're if, definitely going to make a field trip there. We have to. I mean, we yeah, can almost walk there from sure. here. So. If I leaving the show, if you live in the Bay or you live somewhere nearby, go support the Fortune Cookie Factory. Yes. Um, we need it here. Um, I'll be really sad if it goes. I hope you guys would be sad if it goes too. So please, please, please check out the Fortune Cookie Factory. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Felt cute. Might delete later. <laughs>